This portion of the show is brought to you by Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. I accomplished two big tasks prior, just prior. I mean, we're talking within minutes of us coming on air today. Well, welcome, everyone. Thanks, thanks for listening. Angela's here with me. She witnessed both tasks. One was eating an awesome giant cookie that Olivia wow. made. <laughs> I was like, I know one of them. Yeah. What's the other one? <laughs> oh, that, was, that was good. And that gave me enough energy to go on to the Arizona Secretary of State's website. I've talked about this for a very, very long time and leave the Republican Party. Yep, you heard it. I'm gone. I've, I've left the Republican Party. I'm now an independent, which is the largest voting group in Arizona now. Mm-hmm. So they just added one more and the GOP just lost one more registered voter because I'm just, I'm so frightened. It's there. There's on the national level, especially they are so utterly useless and I'm just sick of it. I'm just done. And I, I can't, I can't have my stamp of approval or whatever and be associated with the idiocy that's going on, uh, especially in Washington, DC, uh, especially with the Republican Party and the Democrat Party. Obviously, I wasn't leaving to go to the Democrat Party. Democrat Party is, is even worse. But I am so tired of the lesser of two evils crap. If you give me a choice between evil and evil, I'm not voting for either evil anymore. I'm just done. Mm-hmm. And you don't, get, you don't get my vote just because you happen to put somebody up and you happen to funnel up some ding dong. And that's the only choice I have. I just won't vote on it. If I, if I have a choice and, and you can say whatever you want, and you say, oh, but then we're going to get the, the, the bigger of the evil. And it's like, it's both just evil at this point. Yeah. It's, it's the it's just party. They're just yeah. no different anymore, it seems. I am done. Uh, and what I'll do is we'll have a supplemental video. I sound like a politician. We have a supplemental video on um, registering. It took it took us five, six, seven minutes. We did it right before we came on air. Super easy to do if you wanted to re-register or register if you haven't registered at this point. But no, I, I just I watched the theatrics that happened over the weekend. You know, starting on Friday, so I took Friday off, and we wound up just doing a replay because I could see where this was all heading. I personally spoke with a couple members of Congress. Um, you probably know them and I won't share the personal conversation, but utter frustration, uh, because there's so few Republicans standing up to do what's right. And they play shutdown politics in Washington, DC. And that's a term that I heard that Gates was using. I don't know if he coined that, but that's what it is. They wait to the last minute and it's voila. the scare tactics. It's the, scare it's tactics. the same old game all the time. I'm done. Uh, I, I don't see any way of fixing this with the current cast of clowns that we have in Washington, D.C. in the bureaucratic state. Uh, there, there's just no way out of this thing if we continue to go down the same path. So the only thing, the only little thing I can do besides doing this show for seven years now and const- seven in seven years, Angela, we've been constantly talking about the huge debt problem and burden this country has. And I think when we started the show, it was, you know, 18 or 19 trillion or something like that. It, it was. It was just under it, 20, yeah, I think, trillion. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now we're at 33 trillion. No one's taking it seriously. Save. No one even talks about they it. They don't care because it doesn't matter at this point. But I can guarantee you it will matter someday. Could be tomorrow. Could be 10, 20 years from now. I don't know. But I'm will, unwilling to mortgage off. 
our children's grandchildren's, maybe great grandchildren, great 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 grandchildren's future, because these morons can't come together and recognize that you don't spend two trillion dollars more. You don't spend fifty percent more than 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 what you're taking in. Right. Taking yeah. in four trillion, spending six trillion, or whatever the heck the number is nowadays. I don't even trust all these numbers. There's just no political will to change it because, quite frankly, there's no will amongst the majority of Americans to change it because it is what it is and people are busy in their lives and people have come to depend on the system until yeah, they won't be able to. There's just too many people reliant on yeah. their monthly, you know, whatever it is yeah, they get, exactly. whatever program they're in or whatever. McCarthy said so much. Yeah. In his, in his, and they don't want to give it up. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, who would? So we're the largest debtor nation in the in the world, in the history of the world, the history of the world. Uh, and most of these politicians care more about Ukraine than they care about the United States of America. And that's the reality. Right. And I don't well, there's get people why they're insisting that the, the border is secure just over and yeah. over and over. And it's like it, it's a joke. Two hundred fifty thousand last month yeah. up through Mexico. That's about what we're getting per month. Uh, even some of the Democrats at this point are saying we have a border problem, but they won't do anything about it. So let's rewind. They voted on, uh, I still got the website up here. I was actually reading the bill, HR 5525. Uh, this is actually called uh, the continuing appropriations. At one point they were calling it the, um, uh, lowering the, the spending. I can't remember like spending exactly. Spending reduction. Spending reduction something. bill. They yeah. had to change that because there's no spending reductions here. Not, not one bit. And they had to change it to, uh, continuing appropriations and border security enhancement act of 2024. What a load of, what a load of crap. What a bunch of liars. The leadership is the zip through the Senate. What are the final votes on this thing? Um, let me. What I did is I kept piling up all the tidbits over the weekend. It's actually kind of sick. I should have just disconnected. Um, so they did a short-term 45-day spending bill. So we can play shutdown politics in 45 days from now. Again. Again. So come about day 38. Oh, we've only got... You know, seven, eight days left. And then we'll get to two days before one day. Can't come to well, an agreement. And it will be approaching Thanksgiving time and the oh, holidays yeah. are coming up. Yep. And, you know, we got to yep. get it done. Yep. And, and notice how this stuff is done Friday or Saturday night, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. when, that's when they do it. So 45 days from now, we'll do this again. Uh, they passed this in the House, 335 to 91. And before you jump up on uh, up and down about, all oh, the 91 brave Republicans that stepped up, there was only 21, only 21 that stood against the status 21 quo. Republicans. 21 Republicans. Now, in the, the final vote, you know, you had, you had Democrats vote no. You had more Republicans voting no because what they had to do, McCarthy, here's what we found out after the fact, McCarthy had to go to... The, the Senate and the Democrats. The Democrats got every. They always get everything they want. The, the, McCarthy is is and, and these these Republicans are so weak. That's why I had to leave the Republican Party. I, I can't be a party to hanging out with a bunch of wimps at this point and not following through with anything. Um, what we find out after and what the members like Gates, who is now threatening to remove McCarthy from from leadership, from the House position. And remember, going back to the Speaker of the House fight months back, part of the deal was some of the accommodations McCarthy had to make in the record number of 
tries he had because he's so desperate to get in leadership. He'll sell his soul to get to leadership, right? Uh, he agreed that any member can bring forward a, a motion to vacate. Now, mm-hmm. Gates is threatening to bring a motion for to vacate McCarthy. We'll see if that develops through the week. Uh, it could be absolute chaos because the Democrats can just sit back and say, okay, we're not giving you any support. And just those 21 alone can once again force McCarthy to make um, uh, concessions, I guess, that he'll then uh, um, not follow through on right. down right. down the line. Eventually right? not follow Yeah, because through. he agreed when he took this position to allow straight up and down votes on individual uh, expenditure bills, mm-hmm. not just one big lump sum. What was this one? Uh, H.R. 5525, where you clump everything in in thousands of pages, hundreds of pages, and then you just um, – you know, you vote up or down. They yeah, never get the, to read no it. And no one can read it no, all. No. So one of the deals McCarthy made was to allow a vote on Ukraine funding. Mm-hmm. Like uh, up and down, up or down vote coming yes up. Yes or no? Yes or no. Before the 45 days runs out. This is going to come up soon. Uh, $6 billion was thrown around. There were a lot of Democrats. All the Democrats wanted this $6 billion. Of course. All but 21, as far as I can see on the Republican side fought against this thing. What happened to the Democrat Party that was the anti-war party? Where yeah. where did that go? Where are the people that they've are been frustrated? Hijacked. That's yeah, they've what, been totally that's hijacked. They so he agreed, McCarthy agreed, to allow this vote to happen. And it's going to pass because you're going to have most of the Democrats, if not all, and you'll have half to, to, to two-thirds yeah. of the Republicans yeah. to send more money to Ukraine. Where's the statesmen? And states, women, whatever we're dealing with nowadays, where are they in this world where somebody's going to Ukraine and Russia and saying, let's figure out how to get to peace here. Let's figure this out. You know, the longer we drag this on and the more Russia waits, I see Slovakia is now saying, eh, really not too keen on this whole, you know, supporting Ukraine anymore. And, you know, more and more people are backing out. The American public, last poll I saw was like 60% were opposed to funding Ukraine. Mm -hmm. The more this drags on, the more clout Putin's going to have. And when people come to the table, he's going to say, no, 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 that time has passed. Yeah, he's He's going to be like, "Uh, no, there's no mediators there. I'm not negotiating on this. And And then the funding dries out. So the funding will dry out. eventually... Eventually, the American yeah. people, the Europeans, are going to tire of shoveling money into well, this thing. Well, a lot they of people already have. have. They already have. Yeah. I mean, the, the, these these weasels in the Republican Party in D.C. aren't listening to their, their very constituents who are saying, I don't want to well, fund this thing. Do. I don't want to do That's this thing. The they problem. never listen. So eventually, Putin's just going to, you know, they should be going to it right now and figuring out how to resolve this thing. Uh, there's probably going to have to be some kind of agreement uh, in the east, the Donbass area. Uh, which has a ton of Russians in it, and there's going to have to be some kind of agreement. If the money wasn't flowing in there, this thing would probably be over. Instead, what I see is headlines all weekend about threats of World War III constantly. Mm-hmm. What if this escalates that? Nobody's thinking know, how scary about any that? of this crap. And, he, and all these people, these, these slimy little re- Republicans and Democrats in Washington, D.C., just keep shoveling money over to this, this quagmire into – uh, the only other country that's more corrupt than Ukraine would probably be Russia. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the most corrupt places on earth. And the American public is just absolutely sick and tired of this. But you watch. Uh, they're going to fund this thing. They're going to wind up shoveling more money into Ukraine. Uh, Biden wanted, I the last number I heard was $26 billion. $26 billion. Meanwhile, you drive over roads that are crumbling, uh, bridges, 
infrastructure, you name it. We've been waiting apart. for over a year for them to fix 17. Yeah. It's still ripped up. <laughs> have, you, have you all driven I-17 lately? What is it? Today's In October. the northern part up here. Yeah. To, okay. Outside of Flagstaff, like say south of, uh, uh, of Munns Park, right? They have been dilly-dallying and dragging their feet and it's October 2nd. It's going to be probably in that area to be below freezing tonight. It's supposed to be in the uh, mid thirties. They're going to lose it again. They won't be able to pave these roads. We can't even take care of our roads. We've got 250,000 people coming across the Mexico border every, every month or more who the heck knows. And they have the, they have the audacity to call this a, 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 a border bill. There's nothing about the border in here. Nothing will be fixed on the border. Maybe something in Ukraine, I mean, they did strip the funding at this point, but they're bringing it back. It was yeah. just all a dog and pony show. It was just show. to placate yep. the people they needed at that time, at that moment in time. And they'll just come back later and yeah. vote on, then they'll vote in the affirmative for that. Here's what the slimy career politician McCarthy said. If someone wants to remove because I want to be the adult in the room, <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> Go ahead and try. And he's referring to Gates push to remove, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think this country is too important, continuing on with McCarthy's quote here, and I will stand with our military, I'll stand with our border agents, I'll stand with those that have to get their medicine from the government as well. Uh, I think that's too important. Let me let me address that real quick. I stand with our military, I stand with our border agents. I said this is the one part that really, really sucks in a government shutdown is those guys have to work. It's not like the people who are deemed non-essential, who work in the cubicles right. pushing paper. These men and women do something real for our country. Or if you mm-hmm. let them do their job, especially border security, could do something real, which is protect our border. Mm-hmm. If you give them yeah, all the tools right. they need, they were going to have to work for nothing and then get paid later, which yeah. is a real burden to them. And that really hurt from, you know, from my perspective, I was like, shut it down, bring it on, shut it down, knowing that it was going to impact these people. Well, and the same with like the TSA and yeah, anybody like that. who's like yeah. as much as annoying as they are in the airport or the bus station or wherever they check your bags and they x-ray, you know, they, they still do a, an important job. They do a job. A, a job. They're not paper pushers. Right. Bureaucrats they do an important job. Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with McCarthy on that, but Dude, you're the leadership. You knew the deadline was September 30th. Isn't it the same every year? It's the same all the time. (laughs) Just as you know that 45, well, like 43, 42 days from now, the deadline is there again to do this and more shutdown politics is going to happen. Start dealing with it right now. Figure it out right now. Why don't you vote for just straight up and down spending bills? Here's a spending bill to fund our military. Here's a spending bill to fund the Border Patrol agents Mm -hmm. and go through those important things first they won't allow it, though, because they hold all those. He's the one that's holding all these people hostage through this government shutdown, you know, politics mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. this this show that we've got to witness all the time. He's full of it. And, you know, I, I, I want people to get their medicine as well. But Medicaid and all that was still getting funding. So I don't know what kind of crap he's trying to pull on everyone. But the reality is the Republican Party and the reason why I'm no longer a Republican is it never used to, one of their platforms was self-reliance and small government. So he's in here saying, oh, you know, we've got, a, we've got, he sounds like a Democrat. Yeah. He sounds right. exactly like a Democrat. So we have the uniparty and nothing's going to change unless we just abandon these parties. Just like I said a long time ago, you, with your schools and all of these places, the only way is to vote with your feet. So I voted with my feet. Uh, maybe some people will join me out there. Finally out of this uniparty crap. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Go ahead and get those comments in right now. And Olivia will be by an hour two. We've already got quite a few of them piled up. Uh, if you're selling a home right now, 
Maybe you wanted to move to Washington, D.C. to join the quagmire and the swamp creatures. Real estate's pretty outrageous there because yeah. everybody's dumped. You know, all the bureaucrats and the and the, and the lobbyists all have places there. So mm-hmm. it's one of the, some of the most expensive real estate in the country. But anyway, I would call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. Kelly does an excellent job making sure your home is marketed. Uh, she puts a lot into this. Her and her team, they take time to sit down with you. Talk about your selling goals. They're going to bring in the professionals for photos. And bottom line, she puts everything into this, and it shows because she sells so many houses out there and gets top dollar. Why don't you call Kelly Broadus right now? Talk to her about your situation. Talk to her, you know about your goals and what you want to get for your home and what she can do to help you out. Here's her number, 888-446-5602. That's Kelly Broadus at 888-446-5602. Uh, you can also get the valuation on your home right now by going to northernarizonafinehomes.com. You just click on that tab there. You'll get within a couple seconds uh, an estimate on what your home is worth. Again, that's northernarizonafinehomes.com. All right, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, I want you to remember to always call Diamond Auto Glass first. This is where Angela and I take our vehicles to get the windshield repaired and if needed, and we've needed to do this a couple of times, get the windshield replaced. Once you get a windshield replaced at Diamond Auto Glass on 4th Street in Flagstaff, it's you got lifetime chip repair. No appointment necessary. Most chip repairs take 10 to 15 minutes. Always remember to call Diamond Auto Glass first at 928-779-4140. That's Diamond Auto Glass at 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. some headlines from this debacle in Washington, D.C. This is from the Arizona Republic. Here's the headline. Congress averts government shutdown in stunning twist, passing deal with bipartisan support. Don't you just like just a little bit in your throat and you're like, oh, you know, okay. A small group of it's I mean. I guess some people feel like it was dramatic or whatever, but I don't. I'm just like, eh. they couldn't let it shut down because we learn how useless they actually are. You know, and these guys are utterly useless. Okay, so here's the first paragraph. A small group of conservative hardliners insisted on funding deal with deep spending cuts. <laughs> deep spending cuts. They were talking about... We did, wasn't it two weeks ago we went over the spending cuts, which was the equivalent of yeah. a household canceling Netflix. Yeah. It was so, like the equivalent yeah. of an average house um, cutting $15 yeah. a month. So your average... Median household income in America is about seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So we did an example of okay, you're spending fifty percent more than you should. So an, an additional forty um, thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah. So you decide, yeah, we probably should make some cuts here and try and cut back. And they cut they cut um, Netflix. What was it? Two hundred fifty dollars a year. Yes. Yeah, right. Like that. You're yeah. spending fifty percent more than you're taking in as a family, and you cut Netflix. That's that's the deep spending cuts. Oh, ultra conservative! These ultra conservatives, you know, they're crazy. They're absolutely good. That used to be the Republican Party. Yeah, I know. This wasn't ultra conservative. These are the people who actually used to try to cut things and shrink the size of government. Mm-hmm. They're gone, save for twenty, like twenty-one people They've in there, been, the Freedom um, Caucus members. You of the know, Freedom willing, Caucus. willing to wheel and deal with the Democrats for way too long. Yeah, they just 
fold with the pressure or they say, okay, well, let's compromise and, you know, give you something. Oh, yeah, and the yeah. Democrats would they never, never compromise. do that they're never when compromise. they're in charge. But every time the Republicans have it, they always cater to the Democrats. They, because they really want to deep inside. They're really just well, closet okay, Democrats. Okay, that could be, yeah. but... That's why we're at where the we're at. The hard right Republicans who have demanded deep spending cuts unsurprisingly voted against the measure. What? As they left the House floor, the conservative hardliners expressed frustration at McCarthy for keeping government funding at current levels. They go on. Um, Eli Crane was quoted in here. We're working on getting him on the program. He was one of the no votes, by the way. Um, but you have the um, the minority leader in the House, um, Hakeem Jeffries is his name. I lost where this was, this quote. But he, he basically says, oh, here it is. MAGA Republicans have surrendered. All extreme right-wing policies have been removed from the House spending bill. The American people have won. House Majority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, Democrat in New York, said in that post on X, formerly known as Twitter. We know it's formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> Shut up already. <laughs> call it X or call it Twitter, you nitwit. So anyway, he, they, he's, on, he's being honest. MAGA Republicans have surrendered. No, not really. The 21 didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, they mm -hmm. kept voting no on this stupid stuff. It's the Republicans that have surrendered. But they never even tried. There was no effort because they would have started this process a, a lot earlier. So he goes on to say, uh, or Chuck Schumer says, the American people can breathe a sigh of relief. There will be no government shutdown. <gasps> I was really nervous about that. No, I, 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 I was concerned. I mean, I, I was up at night. Yeah. Sleepless. Yeah. Just Yep. Really, really concerned about this. Here's the 21 Republicans that put up a, a fight this whole way. I just want to read their names real quick because they deserve that. Andy Biggs, uh, Dan Bishop, uh, Lauren Bober, uh, Ken Buck, Tim Burchett, Eric Burleson, Michael Cloud, Eli Crane, Matt Gates, Paul Gosar, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Wesley Hunt, Nancy Mace, Mary Miller, Corey Mills, Alex Mooney, uh, Barry Moore, Troy Nels, Andy Ogles, Matt Rosendale, and Keith Self. Uh, were the 21 that put up a fight. So out of 435 members, about half of them are Republican. You got 20. So what, what we got? 200 and what's the count? 210 or something? Yeah, uh, 220 no, or something It's 220 because yeah. they have a slim majority. You basically, you got 10% of the Republicans that I just named that are still uh, what Republicans used to be. Yeah, yeah. But the media everywhere is parenting these people as hardliners. As the extreme mm -hmm. right wing, I guess they are. Even the oh, this the people in their own party are telling them that oh, I'm the only adult in the room, and mm -hmm. you know the rest of you guys are like children. Even their own party members yep. are degrading them. Unbelievable. When we come back, I got the list of what happened here in Arizona with the members and some comments uh, from them. I want to talk about our delegation right here in Arizona, plus a lot more. And I want to hear from you as well. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. We've got Olivia coming by in hour two of the show uh, to share. I've got a pretty big pile of comments since I took some time off last week. So she'll be by again. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those in right now. All right, Sportsman's Bar and Grill voted best sports bar in Flagstaff, just north of downtown Flagstaff in the Basha Shopping Center, right there by the hospital. By the way, uh, I had my interview Thursday and Friday with uh, a pro, Prop uh -huh. 480 I person. That. Yeah. Uh, that's up at talkwithjeff.com. Later this week, we'll have a no on 480 person in to talk yeah, about why I'm they're voting on to this. That so, a lot. Yeah, but anyway, go up and on up to Sportsman's over there by the hospital. Uh, they've got something on their $4 menu all the time. Great food. Uh, today they've got those um, 
the hot links going on mm-hmm. tomorrow's don't forget and stop on by there for lunch because they run these things all day long you got uh, taco tuesday happening great tacos wing wednesday half price wings on wednesday uh, stop on by sportsman's bar and grill check out all the great games they got going on plus a lot of great drink specials as well I can save you some money if you go to Just Wireless right there on I-17. I'm sorry, right there on Milton Avenue where I-17 comes into Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of weird if you stopped yeah, like I-17. Right Just pull up right on the yeah. center median there. <laughs> that's how you do it back in New Jersey. And yeah, like they some have of those gas places. stations. Gas in stations the in the Actually, center, which kind of makes sense. Actually, that's not a bad sense. idea. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. know. Uh, Zach, if you, maybe you can get in the center median there and they, people just literally drive through <laughs> and get their cell phone fixed. Look, Just Wireless has a great line of refurbished phones. You'll save a lot of money there because uh, these new smartphones are outrageously expensive and it's totally unnecessary because you've got refurbished ones that will last for many, many years and you're going to spend a fraction of the money. Plus, it's good for the environment. They're having a hard time keeping up with getting some of these materials uh, to put in these phones uh, and your electric cars and just about everything else as well. Just Wireless will keep you going, get you a great smartphone. Plus, if you want to get your existing smartphone fixed, stop on by Just Wireless, like I said, right there on Milton Avenue as I-17 comes into Flagstaff. Hang tight. I got the list of our Arizona delegates, 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 delicate delegates that we'll talk about here in just a second and much more. Stick around. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. I feel better. I mean, you, you get out of something. You're a Republican forever, or whatever. You know, you're in something for a long time. Just status quo. I'm done. I'm out. You know, you're all going to have to come to me and prove to me. If look, I'll probably still vote for. Republicans, obviously. There's three here in Arizona I'd vote for on the congressional side, but that's it. Out of uh, what have we got, six Republicans in there, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I you think know, so. It's, so I'll go through the list here in just a second. Um, I can only vote for one, actually, and that's, that's Eli Crane. Eli Crane voted against this. And he's, a, mm-hmm. you know, he's somebody who has deployed multiple times. Ukraine is a big issue for him. I mean, he right. was deployed over to, the, to Iraq and Afghanistan many, many times, mm-hmm. right? And he's just mm-hmm. dead set against this because he's seen what's going on in these places. Yeah. He, he knows that face. Um, yeah, but it's, it's, it's feels good to be out of that um, because they're, they're just out of their minds in DC and I don't want to be affiliated with either of those parties. Did you see this one? And th- this person's listed as a, as a socialist, uh, you know, the Democrat socialist, like part of the squad mm-hmm. representative Jamal Bowman, uh, Democrat out of New York. Well, you, you, I'm sure you've all heard about this. He pulled the fire alarm. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So the chaos of, of the vote is, is about to happen and everybody's running around frantically as if there's aliens running around the Capitol. And he pulled the fire alarm. They have video of the guy, right? Mm-hmm. He should be a meet. This is something that both sides should come together on. The Republicans and Democrats and the like two independents in there and say, this guy's gone. Yeah. This guy's out of yeah. here. First of all, I mean, we were all taught not to pull fire alarms. Mm-hmm. Uh, there must be laws 
I'm sure there on is. pulling fire alarms. Yeah. But this guy, you watch, nothing will come of this. And he'll say, oh, he thought there was a fire or, you know, he, he, uh, people are racist or something. Yeah, you know, the right. Republicans are racist or he'll come up with something like that, right? Uh, you know, he pulled the fire alarm. To ch- and, and, and then AOC goes on air. She's on one of the talking head shows over the weekend that 18 people watch. And she's like defending the guy. You know, it's, it's just like it's 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 this is the clown show that we have going on there. I know it's you know, it's, it's just kind of funny to to watch, I guess, sometimes in high definition far, far away. Yeah, know, I like mean, it's maybe like from another that sometimes the, yeah. the antics that go on. They're like a bunch of kids. What, what was it? McCarthy said he said that he needs to be the adult in the room. I don't think there's many adults in that room there, but it really echoes. Go just watch YouTube for a while and see what people are watching. Mm-hmm. The stupid, stupid stuff. That's what we are in America now. We've become it's become like this clown show sideshow that's happening. Yeah. So of course our politicians act like this and actually literally go and pull a fire alarm. Yeah. And then defend each and other. And then defend each other over it. They should come together. This guy should be gone. Yeah. He should just be gone. Now they're talking about uh some Republicans are talking about Austin Gates. <laughs> over you know, he's got a lot of investigations yeah. going okay. on. Okay, right. let's see what happens with the investigations. They're actually talking about ousting him because you know that's that's revenge is what they what they actually want. Uh, one other thing that happened when I was away, obviously, is Senator Feinstein died at the age of ninety. Um, she started politics in 1969, mm-hmm. so I don't know when in 1969, but right about the time that the first people were walking on the moon. <laughs> Right before you were years before you or I were yeah, born, we weren't even born yet. This lady started politics. She was mayor of San Francisco, and then, of course, worked up the line, got into county board, mm-hmm. and then you know Congress and Senate. She's been in the Senate. She was in the Senate since the the nineties, I believe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, her whole life dedicated to politics mm-hmm. and self, you know, propagating, uh, you know, pushing herself up the up right. that ladder to the to the top. Here is what I get upset, and I, you know. I always feel when anyone passes for their family and this well, and that. Yeah, when you're course. 90, though, yeah. you're obviously yeah. well past uh, the average, average life expectancy. Right. Here's what really frustrates me. Uh, Feinstein, a Democrat, as you know, it frustrated the heck out of me with McCain, who is a Republican. Mm-hmm. She, all reports are that she's had severe medical issues for the past year, and they were literally wheeling her in to the Senate floor and whispering, and it wasn't even a whisper. They're like yelling. No, you meant to vote no. Yeah. You meant to. Right. Sh- totally out of it. This should not be allowed. That's abuse. It is abuse. Uh, it's elder abuse. It is. That's because, why a mandatory retirement or yes. something needs to be done. I mean, yes. anyone could feel for this woman. Yeah, they were they were wheeling what, her out. It was, it was weekend at Bernie's. In the, in the, you know, last year of her life. Yeah. Weekend at Bernie's stuff going yeah. on. Same thing's happening with Biden now. Um, the same thing is happening with multiple members of, of Congress, quite frankly. Yeah. And they're yeah. wheeling her out. And I didn't like when, look, McCain was fighting um, brain cancer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And for the final year, especially the final few months, he was not able to fulfill that job. No matter where you stand on McCain, he should not have remained in office right. when, you're, have. when you're fighting personally. But at personally. least they weren't wheeling him out no, in I, a that's, chair and whispering him how to vote. That's fine, but when you get... That he should have given up the seat. He should have given up yeah. the seat. Yeah. Uh, when people have severe medical conditions where they're going to be out for a very long time... 
And maybe never return. And maybe never return. Uh, I, I don't know how it works out, but you should. there should be somebody to fill in for that time and, and yeah. put them back. You know what you could do? Because right now, uh, who's the person that let – me, let me get to this one. Um, they have uh, Newsom. Gov- obviously, she's from California, so the process is now the governor appoints the replacement for Feinstein. Mm-hmm. Newsom quickly picked La- Lapanza Butler – Oh, that was fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So oh. she's already heading over there because, you know, there's slim majorities in, in, in the Senate, obviously, and they uh-huh. want to keep the party rolling there. Yeah, they need their numbers there. She is supposedly a California resident. I don't think residency even, you're supposed to live in the state, I thought, but it doesn't even matter anymore. Uh, she is part of the Maryland-based head of the abortion, the pro-abortion group. You've heard of them, Emily's List. You know, you know the group I'm talking about. The ones if you you've got to support uh, killing babies to to get a, a thumbs up from Emily's list. She was the head of that organization, so she was quickly picked by Newsom to head over to D.C. and bring her her, her fun to the, the swamp there. So there you go. Okay, she, but she doesn't. She's in Maryland. They, she's she's trying to. I think she's trying to delete right now the she's fact like that she's originally just from yeah. California. And, and you go to Maryland, Virginia, because you want to be close to the swamp there. So yeah, yeah right. they appoint someone that doesn't even have the big talk was Boxer, who's you know member of Congress forever. Uh-huh. Um, she thought she was the shoe in, and at least she like pretends to live still in California. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, at least she pretends like maintains to maintains a residence there. Yeah. So anyway, so that, yeah, they, they quickly picked um, her to, 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 to fix all that and go to DC. Um, one more, I got a meatball update. Do I still have that clip? We, I hope we do. I didn't even know who that was. And then I thought you were talking about Meatloaf. But yeah, then no, I realized no, no. that's no, I tell, the I told Angela. I was like, I was isn't like, Meatloaf dead? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you go, no, it's Meatball. Yeah, this is Meatball, not Meatloaf. This is this is in Philadelphia when they were riding and breaking yeah. in. Everybody must yeah. eat. Everybody must everybody eat. Everybody must eat. That's meatball. Okay. Okay. So I did not know that she got national attention because she's sitting there filming this thing. I got an update on this one. She's filming this whole thing, and she's a big social influencer in uh, what is it, Philly, right? Okay. So she got arrested for inciting all this crap, mm-hmm. right? And then mm-hmm. teary eyed and this and that. Um, and now her lawyers come out and basically saying the media has been unfair. And basically, let me, let, I, I'm not going to read all the garbage for you. We're all racist. Well, because we yeah. pointed out how ridiculous. I don't me, care who it was. I don't that care either. Was stupid. I don't do. care if it was Meatball. Yeah. And yes, Meatball was a black woman. Meat Loaf, <laughs> who was a big white dude, yeah. good good singer, good music. He <laughs> yeah. died, didn't he die? He died, yeah. Yeah, he died this past year or two, right? Yeah. I don't care if it's Meat Loaf, Meat Ball, Meat Pie, Meat Puppets. I mean, I just don't care. What the heck were you doing? This is not racist. And the insanity of everybody was, you know, yelling at stuff. I just they're going to keep trying the racist card and how long they're going to get away with it. I, I mean, maybe forever. I don't know. Nah, yeah, the more I mean, more I think a lot like, of people are tired of it too, but... Yeah, I mean, really, how long are they going to keep trying to play that card all the time over everything? Yeah, I, I don't know. As long as they can. I mean, it's not. Look, this is a lawyer that's going to try to get her off and, and throw everything out there under the sun. Yeah. You know, and put the guilt trip and all that on. But uh, yeah, meatball. Everybody must eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you got to love it, right? You got to love it. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. If you're uh, thinking about refinancing your home, 
I played the wrong. I thought I was playing a meatloaf song there, so it was, it was, that was the wrong one. But if you're thinking about buying a home um, and you're thinking about refinancing a home, call Kim Dawson over at Nova Home Loans. Uh, Nova Home Loans helped us out just about a year ago or so. We did a refinance on a multifamily investment property. Uh, she, Kim Dawson can help you out, and uh, whether you're first time buying, whether you're looking at off grid properties. Maybe you're looking at a second home. Maybe it's an investment property. Uh, it is more complex and complicated, complicated than ever before to get through some of this process. A uh, lot more paperwork. Uh, obviously, interest rates have gone up a bunch. So that's why you really need someone who knows how to do this stuff. And, and that's Kim Dawson. You really need somebody also who understands Arizona, and that's Arizona's largest privately owned mortgage lender, Nova Home Loans. Uh, they can get you the best program out there. Whether it's um, something that they do in-house or that they can broker out, and that's a, a big key there, is they'll make sure they get you the best program that saves you money. And Kim Dawson can also get you a pre-approval letter, which is great, helps you out, and uh, it's like having cash in hand. Call Kim Dawson right now, 928-310-6458, 928-310-6458, or go to NovaHomeLoans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NLS 3087, BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunity, subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Let's try this again. Hang tight. More to come. Back in just a minute. You're listening to The Jeff Orvid Show. There's so much money floating around that we've got to study housing. So, Haven't they done enough studies? No. There are literally whole rooms in your city hall, your county board of supervisors, your state legislature, and the federal government. Remember that, um, remember that warehouse where they put um, the Ark? Remember Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh, At yeah. At the end, they put it in that warehouse, mm-hmm. which I think was like supposed to be Area 51. That's pretty much every local study um, storage area for all these studies. They do they do millions and billions and billions of dollars of studies every year that go on a shelf, and it just gets dust, and it just sits there. But anyway, uh, HUD, Housing, Housing and Urban Development, has awarded, this is an article from KTAR, has awarded ASU a $3 million grant for Arizona Research Center for Housing Equity and Sustainability. This is why we're, we're never going to fix this. You know, in, until we, I, I don't know, until you just like starve these agencies of, of money. So check this out. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development awarded one of its first Hispanic serving institutions Center of Excellence grants to create the Arizona Research Center for Housing Equity and Sustainability. Uh, the acronym is ARCHES, ARCHES. And you think about that acronym, how many what do you think, thousands or tens of thousands of dollars it costs just to come up with that? Because they have to be clever. They have to be like, okay, we need a bunch of words, but then it also needs to be... To spell out an, an another word. Yeah, exactly. And the whole and arch like, theme is like yeah. getting from one place to the other. Tens of yeah. thousands of dollars must have been spent to come up just with arches. Imagine all the people they could have helped if, they, if they're really into that, yeah. right? Yeah. So ASU gets the new $3 million center which will address the interconnected issues of housing security, climate and health in Hispanic and underserved communities. How? How are they going to help? $3 million plus, I, let's just, how much think, well, let's put a value on arches, 50000 
three million dollars and three million fifty thousand dollars right yeah. is going out to build a center or to create a center at ASU to study the housing problems. Now, I don't believe in government. The government help in housing should have never happened. You can't. You can't do if you if you if you start with just a little bit. It's if you give a moose a muffin, it turns into this whole huge yeah. thing. And next thing you know, the country's thirty three trillion dollars in debt. Right. So we shouldn't even be address. The government shouldn't be addressing yeah, housing because the they private, fail. The private sector. Okay. And just but let's get supply past supply and demand, and that's. Okay, let's just does. say, though, that you do address yeah. housing and you're like, okay, I do want to help housing. Wouldn't it be better to to provide $3 million in housing rather than the Arches Center of Excellence? Wouldn't that be like getting to your end goal, which is, okay, we can do $3 million of assistance, $3 million of down payment assistance, $3 million in houses. Yeah. You got all those shipping yeah. containers from former Governor Ducey's $180 million debacle, mm-hmm. which is just unbelievable, that thing. Um, so anyway, Archers will be co-located at ASU Morrison Institute for Public Policy and the University of Arizona Drachman Institute. It will have support from 19 key personnel at ASU, U of A, Northern Arizona University, and the University of New Mexico. Let me tell you what will become of this $3 million and how much it will help. Zero. Yeah. This will help the housing crisis. Well, except for the job security Zero. that it gives the yeah. people working and the until six the money figure, runs out. The six-figure elites working in these yeah. little departments that probably That's have a bunch. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, it, you just flip the pages one after the other of this stuff happening over and over again. And mm-hmm. I, again, I don't know how it stops. I don't know when the American public is like out in the street saying enough is enough. people don't even know this. They don't know. Yeah, they or don't they know. Or they think, oh, there's a study or whatever, and oh, you're going to throw 5,000 at a study or something like to figure it out. No, these yeah. are like six figures, seven figures, these studies for traffic flow and whatever, you know, housing or whatever, yep. whatever they're looking at. Yeah, so they're going to go on. Big, what will the Arizona Research at? Center for Housing Equity Sustainability study? Well, I would help housing. <laughs> As you said, the center's research on housing security will inform equitable housing growth and production to support Hispanic and underserved households. What? what? Well, this is such garbage. That, I mean, don't we already know what the problems are with housing? Like, why do we it's need to expensive? study it even more? Yeah. It's not like some kind of new thing that no one knows anything about know. this. We all Hasn't know this what been the problem studied? is. Yeah, look, this has been done before. Look, and I guarantee you that these this group of people that are just in the government, I, I count these universities as being government employees, they're never going to come up with the underlying thing. A lot of it has to do with the government. A vast majority. Has, you want to talk about, look, I, I had read that 99% of America's counties now have overpriced housing markets. Why? Because they printed so much damn money and all that money had to settle somewhere. Do you think that when they study this, that's even going to come up? Or how about yeah, the land? No, how about no. artificial no land scarcity that. in a lot of places where they create policies that that make land more scarce, supply and demand issues. Yeah. None of them will come up with this They'll stuff come because up they don't with know what what the people on the other end want to hear. That's yeah, what that's, they'll do. So they can get more funding for more studies. And didn't oh, by the way, have something the way, in the Arizona the way, budget? Yeah, yeah she, they did. By the way, this is like $12 million. This, there's, they're, getting, they're setting these up in Texas. Uh, so this is not just U of oh, A. Yeah. This is a bigger thing. Unbelievable. All right, next hour, Olivia joins me. Comments plus climate change stuff. Uh, a, a podcast registry in Canada and much more. Stick around back in just a few minutes.
This portion of the show is brought to you by Timberline Firearms and Training. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, Olivia joins me. We've got some of your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And I've got a big, uh, I don't know, what do we call this, a news round? A bunch of, a bunch of items I plucked from, from the headlines that I, I know. Go we have a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Some of it does not even make sense. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll go through it. The only it. thing that made sense today is I was driving in Flagstaff and I saw the overhead sign. You know those stupid ADOT overhead signs that I mm-hmm. hate? Because I just I think it's totally pointless and it costs a bunch of money. But it did say cows in roadway ahead. See, I was that's like, one of the topics that uh, doesn't make sense. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, I did. I should have taken a picture. That should have been the podcast <laughs> picture of the day. And I was like, cows in roadway ahead. So I don't know. Some fence broke or something. On I, I we're talking I forty. So that's not good. So like I don't know what crossing. happened there. Yeah, cow crossing. I saw elk along I seventeen uh, yesterday, and I was like, oh no. That's never good when they get over that little, you know, three-foot barbed wire fence. I know. Okay, I was uh, remiss last hour and did not follow through with my discussion about the Arizona delegation when it comes to the continuing resolution. So I I do want to kind of put a period on that and finish off that topic. But if you weren't listening last hour, as you know, the continuing resolution for spending for the discretionary spending went through over the weekend and... You know, you basically had 21 members of the House uh, of, of GOP side who put up a, a big uh, block to this funding, this continued, I don't know, the party as is. And speaking of parties, last hour, Olivia, I right before we came on air, uh, mom and I went and, and changed my registration from Republican to independent. Um, I'm, I'm done. I'm fed up. And I'm tired of having to vote for the lesser, quote unquote, lesser of two evils. Um, both the parties are extremely dysfunctional and and destroying America at this point. And uh, the Republican party has left me just like the Democrat party left a lot of people a long time ago as well. The party system's totally broken and I'm just no more party for me. I'm an independent party's Party's over huge problem all along. Yeah. Party's over. And I think the Republican party is going to go the way of the Dodo bird or the Whig party here pretty soon because it's just, utterly useless at this point. Democrats are utterly useless as well. So good luck with all that. And um, that's just the way it's going to be for me going forward. But here in Arizona, this bill, well, the bill in Congress was called the Spending Reduction and Border Security Act, which it was neither. So let's just make that clear. But the only three Republicans that voted against this spending, which didn't cut spending, and then there was a side deal made by McCarthy, Speaker McCarthy, to open up a vote here soon for more funding to Ukraine, of course. Uh, the only three Republicans to vote against it were Biggs, Congressman Andy Biggs, Eli Crane, and Paul Gosar voted no on this thing. The other three Republicans, David Schweikert, Debbie Lesko, and Juan Siscomani, voted yes on this spending boondoggle. Uh, I'm tired of those three. And I've never interviewed, I've had Les go on, I think I had Schweikert on once. Uh, I've never had Siskamani on. This is a guy that I get, you know, multiple emails a day. And it's one of those emails where they reference him. And I never, I haven't liked this from since he was elected and sworn in. And maybe this is petty or maybe this was a sign of problems to come. But in the email, you know what it says. Congressman Juan Siskamani. Congressman Juan Siskamani. Every sentence has the word Congressman Juan Siskamani. I get it. 
you're a congressman. And like, you, who, who? Yeah, you voted you like wrong once now? again, and this is what should have been expected for somebody who was um, tied up with Ducey here in Arizona for a long time. So anyway, those three Republicans, we got three Republicans who voted no on the spending boondoggle. Three that voted yes, Schweikert, Lesko, and Siskamani. Congressman Juan Siskamani. Congressman Juan Siskamani. In case you forgot, Congressman. <sighs> He's in the Congress. Wow. Southern Arizona. Let's get somebody better. Um, and then you had the three Democrats, Gallego, Grijalva, and Stanton all voted no. But they voted no because they want Ukraine funding. They want more more spending. I mean, that's that's the reality. They didn't, they didn't, they're not on board with you. Anyway, just wanted to put that one, finalize that one. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Always love hearing from you. All right, Olivia with some uh, news headlines here that we'll discuss. Some crazy stuff. Of course, to our north. We have Always to podcast our registry in Canada. Oh, Canada. Yahoo. Oh, Canada. News that... Yahoo. <laughs> Sarah, Yahoo. Canada. <laughs> News that online streamers and podcasters will soon be required to register with Canada's broadcasting regulator mm. is raising confusion and concerns that heavier regulation may be coming. Oh, yep, sounds, it's coming. This sounds great, Canada. Another step towards tyranny with that poster boy of a you know haircut um what's his name um um trudeau you know that would never have gotten into office for except for his hair go ahead <laughs> late friday afternoon the canadian radio television and telecommunications commissions mm. oh, always the commissions mm-hmm. announced that online streaming and podcasting services operating in canada with 10 million or more in annual revenue in this country will have to register with it before november 28th <laughs> so yeah 10 i mean that's a that's that's your that could be your small to medium town type operations you know that's not it's a lot of money 10 million in operations but when you're running a business with multiple podcasts and et cetera, et cetera, um that's ensnaring a, a lot of people yeah canada keeps going down the road of tyranny uh the the only people that have really stood up there of late would be the truckers the trucker convoys and stuff that stood up over the COVID hysterics canada is the one that paid tribute to the ss guy what a week or two ago, the the, the old Nazi that, that they came in and brought into Parliament, oh, <laughs> and get saluted, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm talking Germany, SS World War. He was World War Two. They brought, they needed somebody to come in and show off how how you battle Ukraine, and of course, this guy battled Ukraine, you know, as a member of the SS in Nazi Germany during World War Two. He also battled Russia, England, France. Uh, they battled the U.S. Uh, slaughtered millions and millions of Jews, and this is the guy they brought before their part. Go way to go, Canada! You know, and now, are we surprised? No, I'm not anymore. I'm actually surprised that there aren't more vibrant separatist movements in Canada, especially Western Canada, British Columbia, and other places. That why would you want the yoke of the the people back east? to be ruling over you with this crap. I mean, some of those I know, northern... You would think that just by default there would be a few sane people that mm. would stand up, but... You would think. Um, exactly. And especially some of the northern province and provinces there where there's like 50,000 people total in these huge areas, and they have no say, but they have a ton of natural resources. Someday, I predict, there will... Well, there'll either be one country in the world and it'll be run by these elites and we'll all just be slaves to them, or... And I hope this is the case, actually. There'll be more countries 
down the line. Like Canada will break up into multiple countries to better represent the people. Um, I, I think that may be coming. It'll be hell and take a long time to get there, though, first. It's definitely more likely, I feel like, though, because if you look through history, it always crumples, even mm. if it's like a really long time. Very true. This empire, they always they end. always crumbled. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Soviet Union, nobody thought that was ever going to end, and it splintered off into many, many different countries uh, eventually. So, all right, bringing it back home here to Arizona... Uh, this one's an alleged case here. <laughs> Jeez, this is, go ahead. Arizona husband suspects Ugh. wife of poisoning him. Hmm. So he sets up hidden cameras and is shocked by what he sees. Allegedly, she puts bleach in his coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the video of this one or the, the snapshots of the video. This guy was like, my coffee just doesn't taste right. You know, it has a bitter, bitter taste. And sometimes you get some bitter coffee, but... Uh, allegedly, she's just like dumping sugar. Yeah, in. yeah she's. Yeah, I need more. Need more sweetener here. I shouldn't be laughing. I mean, um, and he wasn't feeling too good, I guess. And uh, allegedly, she was dumping, and the video seems to confirm that. But we shall see. Pouring bleach or chlorine in the, the dude's coffee. So that's one way to do it. All right, let's switch to climate change. Uh, is there always. any, is there any Arizona? Well, it all ties into Arizona because these people are crazy and they're trying to destroy the world and end humanity with their insane policies. Um, oh, this one. Yeah. Go ahead, Olivia. Climate change could impose <laughs> quote, substantial financial costs on us household finances. Treasury warned. That's a headline from CNBC. This should actually be piled in our, this would be the third day in a row. I think we're doing this stupid headlines. Oh, that's a category. great one. There's always yeah, plenty of there's those. There's always plenty of those. Climate change could impose substantial financial costs on U.S. household finances, Treasury warns. Why, is Olivia? Climate change is expected to impose substantial financial costs on U.S. households in the coming years. I oh, feel, you just read that. I feel we've read that one before. <laughs> this is like Groundhog Day. <laughs> Oops. Anyways. That was a good movie. In a new Treasury Department report, government officials warn of rising prices and disruptions to income due to climate disasters and the warming planet. Oh. Did you see the snow on the peaks this morning, October yes, 2nd, 2023? Uh, there is an El Nino predicted for whatever these predictions are worth. And El Nino is predicted. I'll get to, I'll get to responding to this headline in a second, but we got to wrap around a long way. El Nino is predicted for Arizona coming up, which is means we could potentially see a lot of moisture. Once again, last year was snowmageddon. What did we get? 15 feet or 13, 14, 15 feet. I can't even remember. And the world was running then too. Yeah. I was told that we were never going to see snow in Arizona again, that the Arizona snowball would have to shut down. Because it's not going to snow. Flagstaff won't get snow. And sure enough, you have the fifth snowiest winter on record last year. And starting off the season, and it's supposed to be in the 30s tonight, October 2nd, once again, snow up on the peaks. Not unusual for this time of year, but these people would have you think that it's all ending. Okay, so anyway, they always go on, you know, the world is warming. In a new Treasury Department report, government officials warn of higher prices rising prices and disruptions to income due to climate disaster and the warming planet. I would suggest that the Treasury Department maybe looks into and does a study on the Treasury Department <laughs> and the government in general causing rising prices and disruptions to income, period. Not due to climate and disaster and, and the warming planet, but due to their own utter stupidity and policy. Also, I think that though, would be probably a little better. We should also do a study 
on how they are contributing to climate change. By opening their mouth with their hot air? Exactly. And all of the time and resources they're wasting to blab and blab about climate change. It's like, how many people are behind this? And let me guess, some of them had to fly there and other people had to drive and they're in a building and they have like AC or heaters or something. Cubicles made of material imported. And breathing and eating. Yeah, Yeah. the the eaters in the treasury department. Well, yeah, Uh, they never take that into account. Last hour, I shared with you all the the HUD, Housing and Urban Development, Development investing. I always love how they say investing, as if you know it's it's easy to invest other people's money, especially confiscated through taxation. HUD is putting three million dollars in Arizona. Let me get this name right, Olivia, because this is important. Three million dollars to find a solution for why the house, why housing is is rising, why housing costs so much, right? And what they're going to do is they're going to study it more. <laughs> Oh, As if we that'll don't know. probably help. Yeah, so there you go. You probably need to go to college and get like 45 years of degrees. Yes, and, and study this why. this and that. Yep. And spend decades on this great project to come to the conclusion that we could in about um, three seconds. We already came to it. HUD awards ASU a $3 million grant for Arizona Research Center for Housing Equity and Sustainability. They're going to create a center, and they came up with an acronym it's called the Arizona Research Center for Housing Equity and Sustainability. The acronym is ARCHES. They already, Angela and I calculated that cost $50,000 right there. And then they're going to spend $3 million to study why housing is so expensive. So anyway, that's what these people do. Um, yeah, so there you go. Um, Treasury Department with this report. And they warn of rising prices. You know, funny how they didn't warn of rising prices when the Federal Reserve was, um, and while the Treasury Department was sending out checks, checks and juicing the economy with $10 trillion in free magic money. And maybe that caused the rising prices. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, let me just throw this out at you, Treasury Department. Maybe the government ding-dongs that did COVID lockdowns caused prop disruptions, quote-unquote, disruptions to income due to government policy. These people are way off base. Okay, uh, let's hit another one. Uh, sticking with climate change. Sticking with climate change, of course, from Fox oh, yeah. News. All about that. Yeah, it's all about Shocking that. Shocking number of Europeans say you should only be able to fly four times in your life due to climate change. Four? Yeah. I, why didn't they do three? Or five. Or five. Or two. (laughs) Or none. Eliminate the planes. So four times, does that mean, I'm thinking when we went to Hawaii, you fly to that island, you fly to another, and you fly home. So one trip ever. Had we wanted to spend enough time researching this and really diving into this, we probably would have uh, unearthed that data within the survey, Olivia. But yeah, is it per trip, round trip? Am I allowed to do an excursion somewhere? Like if you flew to... Uh, I don't know, say Alaska, and then can I take another little plane to like an, a glacier? Oh, wait, no. Or no, ice prohibited. You're well, they're, they're all going to be melted. They're all going to be melted. They're all going to be melted anyway. So, But yeah. it's like, are we not going to be flying planes over the ocean to deliver stuff anymore? I don't think they want you to have anything, Olivia, so I, I don't think so. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. We'd love to hear from you. Comments welcome. We're going to get to a couple of those here in just a minute. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Well, since you're going to have to be driving a lot more because you can't fly in a plane if these people have their way, which they might, there might not be enough people awake to 
um, you know, to stop this stuff. But anyway, do what I do. Do what Angela does. Do what Olivia will be doing soon when she gets a rock chip in her windshield of the car she doesn't have. Yay. She has an invisible car. And when, like Wonder Woman, it's when really there's a nice. rock chip in it, she calls Diamond Auto Glass. Is it a nice one? I haven't seen it because it's invisible. Is it? Oh, I is promise. It fast? It's so nice. Diamond Auto Glass will be able to fix that rock chip and make what was a chip in your windshield invisible. They fill it in, they stop it from cracking throughout the rest of your windshield. Remember to always call Diamond Auto Glass first. Here's why. You call your uh, insurance company, they're going to route you through one of those big national chains. Deal with a great company right here in Arizona, just like Angela and I have been doing for many years, and Olivia now with her invisible car. Call Diamond Auto Glass at 928-779-4140. That's Diamond Auto Glass right there on 4th Street in Flagstaff at 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Angela and I have saved a lot of money by switching over to Eric Boatner and Lisa Boatner at Allstate Agency. Uh, man, they've done a great job for us. And Angela's talked about this a lot because she actually did all the work. But we, we worked with them for a couple years to get most of our policies switched over. We got a couple more left with renewals coming up that, of course, we'll move over to Eric Boatner at Allstate Agency. Uh, look, if you're if you need homeowners coverage, auto, I saved a ton on auto coverage. They did an excellent job. Uh, maybe motorcycle, RV, off-road vehicles, boats, business owners, life insurance. Eric Boatner at Allstate Agency, going to be able to help you out. Family-run company, been doing this for a long time, raising their family in the Flagstaff area and been in Flagstaff for a very long time. Check out their five-star Google reviews. Just check out Eric Boatner, B-O-A-T-N-E-R Agency, and, and you'll see it. And uh, I, I'm really happy with them. And like I said, saving a couple thousand dollars on our auto insurance alone is a big deal. Give them a call. Eric Boatner, Allstate Agency, over some headlines here with Olivia stupid important and otherwise and all points in between uh, sticking to the climate change theme here because of climate change man caused I might add because you use a fossil fuel which would be like oil right natural gas or coal so because we use those types of things according to the Environuts because we burn those and they go into the atmosphere and they're causing the earth to heat up and it's not going to snow anymore and you're going to have to take four flights a year in your electric plane uh they're pushing us all to not a year yes yes they're pushing us all to electric vehicles mostly but also electric this and that electrifying your um the the gas oh oh, by the way while everybody was distracted and i gotta get into this maybe more tomorrow with bruce sidling while everyone's distracted about the impending end of the earth because congress was going to shut down or the federal government congress wouldn't shut down the federal government was going to shut down uh biden pushed through or something happened with uh, your hvac systems where you know how they've been making everything bad 
by putting all kinds of new rules and regulations on it. Well, he slipped through something last week on, on your heating, your natural gas heating system. So, yeah, they're pushing us to electrify everything. So in order to deal with all this need for electric batteries, what would you use to create electric batteries? Like all the energy you need for the factories, right? Yeah, you would the use, same amount of energy. You would use wind and solar and ferries and big guinea pigs turning a wheel, probably people turning it. No, you're going to use, according to this article from Blaze, coal. Coal. <laughs> then read this one. You can't make this stuff up. Coal for your batteries. A new electric vehicle battery factory in Kansas will require so much energy that a coal plant slated for closure will now remain open. Plus, it will be expanded. Panasonic is building a $4 billion EV battery factory in De- in Kansas. DeSoto. DeSoto. Yeah. Well, I don't think that matters. The upcoming... It does if you want to move there. True. So you can find it anyway. Lithium-ion battery manufacturing facility is expected to start mass production of EV batteries by the end of March 2025. Okay, let me, let me hit this again and make sure I understand. So... In order to have a factory to create a batteries for the electric car, and it, uh, the best example I can give is Bruce Sedlinger told, told me about his Tesla that's 6,000 pounds that has 4,000 pounds of batteries in it. It takes an enormous amount of batteries to power the vehicle. Gasoline and diesel are so efficient because a little tiny bit, it, it, boom, so much power, compact portable power batteries are, are going to take much more that's why you know they they used to have cars when when autos started that was there was battery cars way back in the day and they went the other route because they had a problem with the storage side the battery side so what you're telling me olivia is they're going to have to use a whole bunch of coal to produce the energy to produce the batteries predictable <laughs> yeah this won't work unless you actually go nuclear you're going to have to go nuclear you're going to have to have nuclear power plants to create all of this stuff if you want to if you want to uh, you you got to get over your fear of, of of nuclear power if you're planning on switching to this. But that doesn't even solve the problem of all the stuff they got to mine out of the ground. But wait, there's more. Despite the massive four billion price tag for the 2.7 million square foot Panasonic facility, the Japanese company is quote poised to get as much as 6.8 billion from provisions in last year's Federal Inflation Reduction Act. Ah. According to a July report from the Kansas City Star, mm. the Japanese company is expected to receive state and local incentives, pushing the total financial incentives to as much as $8 billion. Okay, so let me get this straight. Just like the Taiwanese company, Taiwan Semiconductor here in Arizona, building that huge facility in, in North Phoenix, right? They got a bunch of money from the CHIPS Act to help them diversify ge- you know, geography-wise into the U.S. and out of Taiwan, which could get run over by China at some point. We're also funding the taxpayers of the United States of America through deficit spending, meaning that your kids and grandkids and great-grandkids get to never pay this off and get to live through spiraling inflation. We're also funding a big, rich, uh, wealthy Japanese company, Panasonic, through tax breaks and other rebates and things like that. Is it, do I have that right? Yeah. Okay. It's good to know. Spot on. Go team. I know. <laughs> so proud. And let's just send some batteries to Ukraine so they can power those Ukrainian tanks, battery-powered Ukrainian right tanks. On that. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um... This is a way to more practical way to save on energy, and that's to 
get better blinds for your home. You lose so much heat and cooling through your R2 windows. They just, they all, it all goes out there. So call the Blind Brothers. The Blind Brothers are going to lay out a bunch of options for you, not just the most expensive ones. They're going to fit your style, fit your budget, get you a great set of blinds. Not only is it good for the efficiency of your heating system and your cooling system, but it's also good for the looks, right? We got rid of our 1990s. <laughs> shutters or shades, whatever those things were. Took quite a while. It took a while. We're, we're slow. We're slow. And hey, right now, if you mention a Jeff Orvitz show, you get half off installation. That's in addition to any other advertised specials. Do your neighbors a favor. Call the Blind Brothers for a free estimate at 928-634-2423. That's 928-634-2423 or go to theblindbrothers.com. When you got things like the Treasury coming out with these studies saying that the reason why you know people are going to have trouble is because all the wrong reasons. Nothing to do with government spending or deficit spending, right? Yeah, not even a single right reason. No, no. Might be a good time to call Desert Gold Exchange. I don't tell you how to invest, but I tell you... You better you research do. all this stuff. What's it? Yeah, I, I tell you what I do, and I've I've liked to own and have owned for decades a little bit of physical gold, a little bit of silver. It's my insurance policy. May or may not be right for you. Why don't you call Justin at Desert Gold Exchange? Talk to him. Uh, mention the Jeff Orvitz show. They're going to treat you like gold. Plus, they're going to send you up a free investor's kit, which has tons of valuable information. And here, look, if you're already in gold and silver, they keep their overhead low. They pass those savings on to you. Desert Gold Exchange is an Arizona family-run company, and they do a great job for me and my family. Call Desert Gold Exchange, 888-852-4343. 888-852-4343. a great review, and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Olivia's here with me. We'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That EV battery one is just hilarious. I mean, here they are. They're thinking they're saving the world. Yeah, and you're just. We've known this was coming for a long time. All we're doing is offshoring from wherever you are. You're offshoring your pollution to somewhere else. Most of the time it's overseas. You know, the mining has to happen overseas now because nobody wants it in their backyard. Uh, The energy production has to happen in some town far, far away. You know, if you're in San Francisco, you don't see the coal plant or anything. You just, they, I think they really think it's like magic energy. It just comes, flows through. It's magic. Oh, yeah, so you remember that thing where it was, like, something about drilling in the water is making the earth, like, tilt on its axis or whatever? Oh, oh, making, uh, drilling for for wells, for water wells, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So it would be, like, mining on this side of the earth is going to make the whole world tip. You may think that Olivia's lost her marbles by saying that, but somebody actually, they were proposing this. I I think they... Oh, yeah, that was just an article that I read that we were like... Oh, that makes makes sense. Uh, you got one more here on the COVID, which died down 
weeks ago. No, I haven't heard about it. Before. I thought they were going to mask us up, and I think, and I've said this multiple times, the collective uh, willpower of the of, of of the like the world's mind basically gave the bureaucrats and the elected so-called representatives the middle finger. That's what happened, and said they everybody was like bleep 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 in their head sending that signal to the bureaucrats and the, the forever bureaucrats and the, you know, the, the, the bureaucratic state. And I think they sensed they better back off because yeah, they were they like, got the message. this is not good. I, they, they sensed our anger because they were going to mask us up. Now it still could happen, but I, I don't think so. I think we're past that. And this data kind of shares some of that. Among U.S. adults, 52% say they will probably or definitely not get the new COVID-19 vaccine, according to the latest um, KFF vaccine monitor poll kaiser family foundation um yeah okay so they're saying no 52 percent of americans are now saying i think i'm good i think i've had enough i got the thing uh, i got it three times i got the shot i got covid i got the shot i got covid and i think i'm good to go i think that would be wise exactly yeah. but it's still like it's a lot, 52%, that's good, but it's still the majority. like, hmm, those other people, like, they're still like, what are they thinking anymore? Like, I saw two dudes, I saw two dudes in a truck today, a city truck wearing a mask, and I was like, oh man, you're working together every day, I think it's, I think you got to get over it at some point, most people have, I'm, I'm glad, but nobody was ever held accountable for the COVID hysterics, and know, we're still, vanished and, and we're still, look, on. look, we're still, we're still literally paying for this thing. Did you think that we were going to have free money, PPP loans, stimulus checks showing up multiple times to the tune of $10 trillion? And that there was going to be, we, I, I told you there's going to be impact. There's going to be inflation, massive inflation. And that's exactly what's happened. But look at what happened in Congress this weekend with the, what they call that ridiculous bill again, whatever they call the thing, the spending reduction act and border security bill. Um, this the 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 potential in forty five days they're going to revote on this thing, and and do a con- another continuing resolution. They'll play to shut down politics once again, uh, but we're still feeling the impact because the government federal spending went from four trillion roughly to six trillion, and they, and and the reason why I left the Republican Party is is long and numerous, but one of the reasons is they they used to be the party of fiscal responsibility, not that long ago we're going to be responsible, and there was no talk other than from the Freedom Caucus to get our budget back to pre-COVID 2019 levels, to get it back to $4 trillion versus $6 trillion. This was just three years ago. We were able to operate this country. Operate would be a questionable word to use. On $4 trillion, $4.5 trillion. And now all of a sudden we need six, $6.5 trillion. Just go back to the four point five. They can't do it. And now it's the Republicans just pointing fingers and doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. The, the do nothing party and the Democrats is the doing something and usually causing extreme damage and danger to our republic. Okay, we got some comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, send those in anytime, and then we pile them up, and Olivia comes on in and sifts through them <laughs> that be the appropriate <laughs> word talk with jeff i'm being polite here if you could I'd like put in the subject like line like some kind of indication as to because sometimes well, we don't sometimes do these I for several days subject. yeah yeah but then i'm just like sometimes hmm. you're like what is this about okay go ahead <laughs> i have one from brent 
about Trump. Right, Not Brent. my original thought. I heard on Glenn Beck that none of the banks that Trump got loans from filed any complaints and that the loans were paid off. So who was defrauded? More witch hunt. That's a great point. And uh, Trump was in court earlier today. This this New York judge and these people that just want to get him on everything. And just to refresh what happened, they went after Trump saying that he overinflated his assets, his real estate in New York, and they Mar-a-Lago too, but they have no jurisdiction in New York on, on that one. And then they put a value on Mar-a-Lago, by the way, of like $18 billion, I'm sorry, $18 million, $18 billion. I'm in government mode still, not private sector, $18 million, and it's like that thing's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, it basically says, okay, they said, okay, you you – you defrauded somebody because you overvalued to the banks what these properties are worth. And now we want to find you $250 million, which I always find funny. You're going to find somebody and the, the, the solution to, oh, you didn't value it high enough. So meaning you have less assets is let's, we need more money. Let's take your assets. Let's take your cash. Um, so anyway, where's the crime here? Who's the victim? Do the banks, are the banks filing a civil lawsuit saying, Okay, Trump owes us $100 million, for example, and he said this property is worth uh, $300 million, but it's only worth 50 and he owes us 100 and we've been defrauded. He fraudulently, here's the evidence, he fraudulently put this amount on, on the, the banking, um, you know, uh, the paperwork to get the loan. I, I haven't seen of any bank, heard of any bank coming forward saying that, Olivia, saying, where's the, where's the crime here? Where's exactly. the crime? They just needed something to... They're just looking desperately just, for anything. Insane. These people are absolutely, it's something the Soviet Union would do. Good point, though, Brent. Appreciate it. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Oh, you passed on the others. Yeah, you had a yeah. You're not going to talk about your spirit animal? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, well, somebody I said that. Olivia's spirit animal is the crane because she's, what? Um, I chose your spirit animal because. Um, we get everything here. When you watch the white crane, they are very steady and watch their prey, posing on Olivia's. one leg and sure of their strike, knowing their movements. They can strike with a vicious blow. They can be slow, steady, and cautious, but they always know what they're doing. That is my parting gift. That's be Olivia. slow and steady, realizing you're ever more. That's, Peace a, that's Olivia. You. She's steady, and then she strikes and... <laughs> Thank you. She's just, and then I was. She called me Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, or something. Yeah, so, I mean, I've yeah. split personality or whatever. All right, get your comments in. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. It's talking about HVAC systems here, just a couple minutes ago, and how they're coming up with new standards. I got to talk to Gettles. See if I can get someone to talk about how the government's trying to change the efficiency standards to make it like, I think it was 90, I think what Biden was pushing in was 95% efficiency, which is insane as far as getting that to work. Um, anyway, it might be a good time to get a new heater or any of these components, uh, you know, dishwashers, oh, yeah. generators. It any might be a good time to buy them now if it's not too late. completely beyond repair. <laughs> yeah, right. But Gettles, High Desert Mechanical. Uh, they've done a great job for my family. It's a good time to get these heating units checked as well. You're probably flicking it on tonight, quite honestly. It's supposed to be in the 30s. 
in a lot of places. I mean, we're going to see if you got if you got any tomato plants left, you better drag them in because it's going to freeze. Gettle's High Desert exciting. Mechanical will make sure they get that all tuned up for you, so that way you have a great running HVAC system. If you want a brand new system, you need a brand new system, custom design, retrofitting. Gettle's High Desert Mechanical can help you out. Give them a call nine two eight five six seven twenty two hundred. That's Gettle's G O E T T L S. If you Googling that or whatever, G-O-E-T-T-L-S, Gettles High Desert Mechanical, 928-567-2200. That's listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show couple odds and ends here to end the day. Um, Mark Howitt just sent me this. He'll be on the program, I believe, Wednesday. It's from the Arizona Daily Sun. Judge rebuffs GOP leaders. uh, Signs order to permanently require Arizona to fund gender-affirming surgery. Now, I-17, that's still all chewed up. That looks like it got carpet bombed by a B-52. We wouldn't want to get that fixed in a timely manner. But a gender-affirming surgery, a judge came in and said, "You, you... Taxpayers will be funding this, I guess. That's good. Oh yeah, yeah. That's always babies should be able to decide. And that's always that's always good. We should lower the voting age to I don't know three. six, three. You're going with three. I think we six is good. Out, I, I, guess, I think you, I, no, no, no. I think you're you're of adult decision making at six. I mean, we got members of Congress acting like six year olds. Did you hear about the? I talked about this last time. The guy that pulled the fire alarm, mm-hmm. the so called Democrat socialist. Pulls the fire alarm during this whole continuing resolution debate, you know, because everything's chaotic. So he just pulls the fire alarm and he's still in there. He should be arrested and then they should expel him. Uh, Democrats and Republicans should come together and get rid of the guy. Why? So why was he doing that even? Just because it was. Or do we just not know what goes on in their heads? I don't know because it was chaotic and he was just like, I got to pull it because I think he was trying just to delay, maybe delay the vote. I don't know. And oh. then Picasso Cortez goes on national TV and kind of makes excuses for the guy. It's like, can we agree on that at least as America and say, you know, these two, the uniparty come together on that one. I mean, they agree on, we should send unlimited money to Ukraine for the rest of the time. For, oh yeah. For an endless war. Unanimous. That's easy. But you know, pull a fire alarm and it's like, couldn't they come together and say, Get rid of that guy. At least they, um, at least they did do the dress code in the Senate for this Fetterman guy. You know that guy that's wearing like the basketball shorts to, oh. to in, on the Senate floor, and he's showing up looking like he looks like a he looks like a hobo. He looks like the end is near. He should be on the corner, just like yelling at invisible people. You know, in in Congress, that's what our he looks leaders. like. Yeah, that, that is our leaders. And it's, it's absolutely amazing. All right. Love your thoughts. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. But I am glad that I have, I have left the Republican Party. I'd like your – maybe people can email – send us some email comments on that. Um, 
Are you still in the Republican Party? Are you one of the growing number of Arizona voters that are now an independent? Because independents now make up uh, the largest block of voters in the state, followed by Republicans. I think the split is, I think it's 35% are independents. It's off the top of my head. So if I'm off by a couple of percentage points, whatever. Okay. Don't send an email about that. Please, That's don't. okay. I think it's 35% are independents. 30, I think 33 are Republicans and like 30. Does that even add up? That's pretty close. 30, 60, 30. 90, what, five and three? Yeah, yeah. I'm you close. need two more percentage. Well, okay, then you've got the Green Party. There's eight or nine mm. people there. And then you've got the No Labels Party, which is like another, another 18. Like, yeah. Yeah, actually there's 18, I guess 18,000 or 20,000, something like that, have signed up to be in the No Labels Party here in Arizona. Mark Howitt did it. Yeah, I know. It's like, I don't care what that means. It doesn't mean anything. I, 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 it's like you I just rather be no party. still. Yeah, what is your stance on... It's like, what is the party as a whole? It's like, well, yeah, but then they just lie anyway. Like the Republican Party, it's like we stand for fiscal responsibility. No, oh, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. We stand for border security. Where in like, Ukraine? I don't see any border security. <laughs> yeah, we stand for. What do you stand for anymore? I mean, they don't stand for. So I, I don't know. I'd like people's comments on if you're still kind of like a diehard in it. I get it. It's taken me. Pff, decades to get out of this thing and it's like they they just slapped me around slapped me around as far as lying and lying and kept telling me i gotta vote for this guy because he's the lesser of two evils and i'm like yeah i'm not gonna vote for either evil candidate anymore i don't care if one is uh, you know super evil and one is just moderately evil i just i can't do that anymore i'm out so maybe people can chime in on that talk with jeff at icloud.com i am yeah. surprised that there are that many independents though i didn't yeah. really know that i think most people assume that that's still a a huge minority. No, not in Arizona. So, I mean, maybe cinema's onto something. I disagree with a lot of her stances, but she went independent. So uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. All right. That's it for today. Uh, Tomorrow. I don't know. A lot of people. Bruce Sidlinger is going to join us. I'm sure he has a lot to say about the chaos going on but on a good now, note i need to go recover from yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. like I did, I did have a good weekend i was able to do some electrical work i'm getting better at that so i'm slowly increasing my skill nothing level. burned down no and, and, and i'm still here <laughs> that's why i take friday off get over the shock of it all all right hope you all have a great safe night take care see you tomorrow Car repairs can be stressful. Jeff Orvitz here. And since most shops pay their mechanics a flat rate based on the auto repair, your mechanic can either be racing against the clock or tempted to tack on extra parts. Now, Crazy Country Boys, they don't play that game. And their shop rates are about 30% less. Now, Big Jim, make sure his technicians are not rushing and that you only pay for the parts that you really need. As a tech net through CarQuest Service Center, all parts and labor are backed by a 24-month, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Now, CarQuest, that's another great company in Flagstaff, uh, family-owned auto parts store in Flagstaff, serving you for over half a century. Don't overpay for auto repair or service. Call Big Jim at Crazy Country Boys Services at 928 607 
928-607-9753. That's 928-607-9753. 928-607-9753. Crazy Country Boy Services using only CarQuest guaranteed auto parts. Crazy good. Just past the Flagstaff Mall off the East Empire Avenue exit.